Hey everybody, Damara West, founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman, and you have tuned in to the Be Well Beautiful Woman podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, we are in for a treat, uh, one of our speakers on our Show Me The Money series lineup. And if you don't know about Show Me The Money, you definitely need to check this out because we have partnered with phenomenal financial experts that are, are passionate about making sure that women can save their money, have more money to spend, invest their money, make more money. Um, and we know that this is all about financial independence. And we, as y'all know, we do it all for free. Um, and so make sure that you register. You can check out our work at um, Be Well Beautiful Woman, our Facebook page. And we posted some things on our Instagram as well. And that's the letter Be Well Beautiful. And then you can always check us out at BeWellBeautifulWoman.com. And then if you haven't signed up for our e-news, you do that through our website. Um, you know, that's one of the ways that you get inspiration to your inbox every single week. And uh, for you to stay up to date on all things Beautiful Woman, along with when we release our podcast episodes. So Be Well Beautiful Woman was dedicated to make sure that female leaders and entrepreneurs can prioritize their wellness as a foundation by which to heal, to live joyfully, to live abundantly. And we do all of that while supporting you on your business journey. So we do business planning and coaching. We do wellness coaching in the form of you know, life and leadership and career transitions. Um, we also provide retreats. We do our financial boot camps, um, or, or, or really, I should say our wellness and business boot camps. Um, we provide therapeutic services, Reiki, EFT, uh, yoga. We're working on an app right now as we speak. That's one of the ways that we make sure that our work is accessible for women from all walks of life. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, we just launched a mastermind program, which is going really, really great. And we are going to be doing some additional programming like business planning with the divine feminine in mind. So stay tuned for all of that. But let me give you what you are here for. And that is Michelle Mitchell. Michelle Mitchell, Mitchell is a owner, a founder, an entrepreneur, a financial strategist, and a business consultant. Michelle started her career in corporate accounting. She had over 10 years of experience when she decided to leave to raise her beautiful children. Although Michelle loved being home with her kids, she also had a, a developing desire for entrepreneurship. During that time at home with her children, she completed two whole master's degree programs. Not many of us can say that, right? This woman is dope in business along with education. Michelle also ran two other businesses before she decided to step back into the accounting industry and start Mitchell Consulting. She has a deep passion to help women business owners become financially strong for their families, she loves to see when her clients have those aha moments. And a quote directly from her is, when they realize that all the hard work and discipline they have created pay offs, pays off financially, it gives me goosebumps. I am always excited to see them win. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us today. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. All right, so we just had you in the Show Me The Money space. You provided top 10 tips for business accounting, which was so rich. We had tons of questions, highly engagement. Um, and, you know, even though we're certainly gonna touch on that, what I wanna be able to talk about are, you know, what are the top three financial tips that you give out to women day in and day out? Oh, my top three. So one, pay attention to your money, period. No one else is gonna do a better job at it than you. Um, and the things that you don't pay attention to, you like, like it gets away from you. Right. Yeah. Um, second is probably, uh, have a plan. Um, 
plan your finances personally and, and in business. Um, and then have an accountability partner, a coach, uh, somebody that can hold you to what you say you want to do um, and can help you along the path of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of things that I want to say about that, that our listeners may be curious about. The first one is, is that, you know, like know where your money is, mind your money. Talk to us about how we can effectively go about knowing our money, minding our money. Yeah, the first thing I would do is, um, so your habits for your personal life filter into your business. So if you don't have good money habits personally, I would start there. Create some good money habits personally. One, you can look at your bank account and, and see what your balance is like on a regular basis. Be mindful where you're spending your money. Um, you know, you could be, saving money and you've been spending money on things that are not necessary for you or your family. Um, you got to look long-term as well. So um, I, I, minding your money and your habits filter into your business. So in, on the business side, know what you need to do in your business. If you don't know, seek out help. We were not raised to be CEOs. So you don't know everything and it's okay to ask questions. There's not ever a dumb question when you are a business owner, because if you don't know, you need to find the information out. So, yeah, yeah. So I love this, right? Because the reality is, is that sometimes we feel like we have to be a jack of all trades in business. And in many ways, when we're first starting out, like we are the person that wears all of the hats until we get to the place mm -hmm. of being able to hire people and how important it is. Like part of growth means that we have people that are surrounding us and supporting us in a variety of ways. Right. So what do you, mm -hmm. what advice do you have for someone that feels like they simply can't afford to get that kind of support right now? So if people can't afford to get that support, there are so many free resources out there. It is your job to find them. It's all over Facebook, join a Facebook group, be a part of, um, the Be Well Women's Group, you know, I have a free Facebook group. There's so much information out there. You just have to go find it. You have to have enough, um, you have to have enough want to want to like be better to find this information. So there's podcasts, there's books, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can get free information that you can implement into your business now. And I understand that because I started my business with zero dollars, zero dollars. And I'm here 10 years later, but it's because I sought out the information just because I had an education in this arena didn't mean that it applied to me and my personal business and my mindset and my limiting beliefs. So it's your job to find the information that you need to help you grow as a CEO. Yeah, you've hit on something important. Um, you know, we facilitate a lot on leadership development and I have for quite some time. And, you know, there was a program that I did in partnership with a statewide entity um, where we use what's called the um, I Lead with Purpose program. And it looks at what the most successful social entrepreneurs in the world embody. And it's broken down into 10 leadership principles. 
So I facilitated this program many times over more than, you know, like hundreds of people have gone through the program. And one of the 10 leadership principles is full immersion, right? And so mm-hmm. in part what you're saying, like whatever it is that we don't know, there are tons of tools out there that can help to bridge that gap for us, right? Yes, because we absolutely. all have a starting point in business. And I think that even when you are outsourcing, it's still important for you to have a gauge of it, right? For you to mm-hmm. be able, because that's really the only way that you can provide proper oversight. So you don't exactly. have to be the one that implements um, a lot of your work, but it's important for you to have at least a high level understanding and somebody can walk you through. So this is why, um, it's so critical that even when we grow, we don't take our hands off the business, right? Mm-hmm. We always know, um, and we want to be able to follow that principle. But, but, and part of that is full immersion, right? So mm-hmm. there's no, I love what you're saying. There's no reason why we can have gaps in knowledge because the knowledge is out there and available to us. And it reminds me of a quote that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Absolutely. Anything that we want to learn when we're ready to receive it, we're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to find it. And sometimes it just comes right to us because mm-hmm. the, 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 God, the creator of the universe conspires to give us the things that we're desiring, even the things that we're not even conscious of that we're desiring just yet. Right. Absolutely. Because you wouldn't have that desire unless it was put in you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what I'm curious about is, you know, what do you feel has been the most transformational aspects of your work? Um, as a, um, you know, I, I want to, I mean, you're a financial, I'm going to call you a financial strategist, right? So as a financial <laughs> strategist, what have been the most impactful moments that you have witnessed across your 10 year career? Um, the most impactful for me was, um, really feeling the discomfort in myself and then seeking out who could help me relieve the discomfort. And in relieving that discomfort, I found a business coach and changed my world, my outlook on life, my perspective, my um, desires. Uh, It just intensified what I was already doing, but made it better. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's been the most transformational, which gave me confidence that I was on the right path because I was always second guessing myself as a business owner. And it just, it just confirmed in me that the gifts that I have are what the people need. And those people will come to me. That's been the most transformational for me. Yeah, yeah. So this is so good because, you know, I, there's, there's so much meat here. And I think in part the meat, and this is just me going on a hunch, is that we're talking about sometimes even the, the limiting beliefs that we carry, the root mm-hmm. in part that's driving um, our ability to see ourselves as, as competent and successful and to be successful, right? Because mm-hmm. we are in part what we become. Mm-hmm. And um, because many of us haven't had the good fortune of having business models, right? Mm-hmm. Um, within right. our respective families, mm-hmm. we're really having to go at this, um, what feels many times like we're alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
even in the pursuit of um, being successful, we may be focusing on more of the knowledge acquiring and yeah. um, thinking that that's going to equate to um, doing some of this stuff. And a lot yeah. of times what happens is, is that if we don't address the foundation, which is how we see ourselves mm -hmm. as women, how we see ourselves as women of color, how we see ourselves um, maybe at times from a poverty identity, from a mm -hmm. trauma identity. And so those are things that are really important for us to key in on. And it's one of the reasons why I felt inspired to start Be Well Beautiful Woman, because what I know for sure is, is that we have all been cultivated to operate in what we like to call um, the sacred masculine, right? That's the mm -hmm. knowledge, that's the, that's the mechanics. Mm -hmm. And we all have, men and women have, or even non-gender conforming have this masculine um, energy and we need that, right? Mm -hmm. But what has been untapped often is that divine feminine energy, mm -hmm. which is about a state of being. It's about mm -hmm. connection. It's about healing. It's mm -hmm. about wholeness. And so if we don't do some of that work, we will continue to be blocked in spite of some of the ways in which we acquire mechanics and not mm -hmm. to mention the journey won't be as pleasurable if we're not focusing on our healing in tandem with this acquiring of knowledge. Absolutely agree. Like you said in my intro, I have two master's degrees. Unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but the work I did, right? Because so, part yeah. of that, I think what you're saying is, is that you, like at the time, you thought that this was the right thing for you to yes. do. And what mm -hmm. you're finding now is that mm, maybe, maybe not so much. So say a little mm -hmm. bit more about that, Michelle. Yeah. So as I'm raising my young children, I go back to school, not one time, but two times to get master's degrees to make myself better you know, and I gained all of this knowledge, but I didn't know how to apply it to me, mm. to me. And until someone started helping me um, figure out my own, like you said, feminine energy is not so much the knowledge I gained from going to school, but discovering who I am is really what has propelled me in business and my confidence showed up when that happened because these things were covered and then they became uncovered. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you found your power in that. Yes. Right? Something that's always been on the inside of you, mm -hmm. which, you know, is the case for all of us. There's things that need to be awakened in us mm -hmm. that are really connected to this question. I love this big question about who am I? Because yeah. part of unraveling that question me means that we can also unravel the question around what is my life's purpose? Mm -hmm. You know, what is truly my life's purpose? And I think from that place is where we can get in a state of flow and we begin to manifest rapidly. And it debunks this idea that we've got to work harder, faster. And in fact, what I found <laughs> is that um, the more that I do this healing work, the I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I do work hard and I have a very strong work ethic, mm -hmm. but there are certain things that I have just let go of mm -hmm. um, 
because I feel strongly that I, this is the kind of life that I want for myself. And I don't want to be on all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be responding to emails on the weekend. I don't want, there are just certain things that I know for sure that don't fit within the context of me having this mind, body, spirit connection. And my, my business hasn't missed a beat. And in fact, my business has grown quite a bit. The more that I have stepped into this divine feminine aspect rooted in my healing practices. I, I absolutely agree with that. And what I'm currently discovering is that when I'm operating in what I call my genius zone, I allow other people to operate in their genius zone. Mm. Therefore, they get to do what they have been called to do. And I've been trying to struggle to do it, right? But as I add these new people on my team, I'm releasing myself of things that are not operating in my genius zone, but it's allowing them to flow and grow. And I just absolutely love that. You know, you stepping back and taking time to take care of self, you know, and that's part of it. And that's part of being a CEO as well, a feminine CEO too, as well is stepping back to, to let others do some of the work and you do the main work. Come on now. You do what the calling is. You know, I love this because I've, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, research on divine feminine business planning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things, um, the principles is really about asking for help right? Mm -hmm. in, in this sense that we really don't have to do it all. And there are people yeah. who are out there who want to help us. Yes. They'll say yes. And even mm -hmm. the people who don't, we can be grateful for all of it because, yeah. you know, one of the things that I often ask the spirit is, Lord, just send me my people, mm -hmm. send me the right partners, send me the right mm -hmm. clients. Like I, and at the times when I am not listening to my intuition and mm -hmm. I actually have a client that I just wrapped up a project with right now, um, and because we're working a muscle, right? We don't ever arrive mm -hmm. at this stuff. We right. just practicing through it. And yes. I knew I shouldn't have taken on this project. I knew this project was going to be immensely challenging, um, but we still got to the finish line. And yet the client is now saying, well, you didn't deliver the things that I wanted you to deliver, which is totally incongruent with my contract, with the mm -hmm. deliverables, right? Uh -huh. I delivered right. exactly what I said I was going to do, but this is the kind of shit that happens when we don't trust ourselves mm -hmm. um you know and there's a quote that says that the moment that i started to trust myself is was the moment that i knew how to live yes um and so that. that trusting cultivate that that cultivation process for us to trust ourselves um is a lifelong journey particularly for mm -hmm. those of us who may come from um, traumatic upbringings, right? Mm -hmm. Because, right. you know, part of how we trust ourselves is in part from trusting our environment. And when mm -hmm. we lose trust in those environments, guess what? We begin to lose trust in ourselves too along mm -hmm. the way because we are impacted adversely within those environments, right? Mm -hmm. um, right? And that's why, as we know, like that healing is so critically important. Um, and I know that, you know, when I'm working with clients, a lot of times they want to just go to action. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to get to action. Know that action will come more organically when we can unpack some of this stuff, when yes. we can get to the root of it. Um, but our inclination, again, being in that sacred masculine is to just go, like, I need to solve it. I got to solve it. Yeah. Give me the action plan. Give me the manual. And well, it doesn't really work quite that way when we're in mm -hmm. wellness spaces. But when we do the work, 
we get the action um, that much more quick. We, we find creative solutions in that space of wellness that we would have never probably conjured up on our own. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. So this is a, this is a, a segue, a, re, a really great segue <laughs> okay. connected to what we just talked about. So how do you rock your wellness, right? I mean, you've been doing this for 10 years. That's no small feat considering that many businesses close their doors after five years and you've mm-hmm. been in this game for 10 solid years. Yeah. Um, I know you're a mama on top of that. <laughs> I know that you're invested in community on top of that. So what ways do you practice wellness day to day so that you can stay whole and give your best to not just your business, but to everyone who's privileged to be in your life. I control my calendar, period. Yes, I love that. Because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we don't think we can, right? Which is- Exactly. We think we need to be available all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so keep keep giving it to us, sis. Yes. Yeah. So I control, I I hate to say control, I manage my calendar. So I have days where um, I have an autoimmune disease. So some days when I get up in the morning, I don't feel well. So I manage that time. So when do I feel well? Okay, I know by 10 o'clock, I'm usually feeling pretty good. So no appointments before 10 Mm o'clock. You know, I manage my day. And, you know, with some people say, oh, you put your calendar link out there? Yes, I do because there's boundaries within the times that they can select. Yeah. So that's how I manage it so I can manage my energy level. So yeah. I, because when I show up for you, 100% of Michelle is showing up. You're not gonna get a half Michelle. You're gonna get a full Michelle within my boundaries. Yeah, so I love that. Um, and, and before you give us some additional uh, wellness tips that you employ, and also the fact that you hit on systems, right? Because using mm-hmm. Calendly and allowing people to mm-hmm. schedule with you, you don't, that's time that you uh, save going back and forth and coordinating, which is why <laughs> I love Calendly so much. You know, but of course, if you don't have it managed the way that really is optimal for you, it mm-hmm. can become a little bit of a challenge, right? As you're linking right. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm from the same school of thought that you are. And, you know, in terms of when you start your day, this is this so resonates with me. I was literally just having a conversation um, with a friend of mine, and I just said, I'm going to start starting my day at 10 or 10.30 every day, because that, mm-hmm. if I can begin my day filled with my wellness practices, which mm-hmm. encompasses Reiki, yoga, spending some time outside, walking, um, and sometimes doing some strength training and journaling, right? And I want to be able to parse through it slowly. I don't want to mm-hmm. have to rush these practices. And 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 what I find is that when I do that, I have boundless energy. Um, mm-hmm. The ideas that, in fact, just this morning I had like I drive Tracy crazy sometimes with all these new ideas. But <laughs> I find that th- when I'm doing those things, I am creating at a much ra- more rapid pace. Right. Because I'm tapping into parts of myself um, to create the ultimate kind of balance. And when we feel the ultimate kind of balance from that place, like we're unstoppable. There's no limit to what we can do when we take really wild care of ourselves. So I love that. And it's a reminder for me to get in my calendar and make some adjustments. So Mm -hmm. folks are not scheduling with me before 10 o'clock in the morning either. So, (laughs) right. um, Give us some more tips um, that you practice in terms of wellness. Yeah. Also, 
as, as part of that, like my morning routine, I'm journaling. I'm just sitting quietly thinking, or I'm going for a walk. Um, I'm doing those kind of things. So it's not like I'm not doing anything, but I have the space and time to do that. I'm thinking ahead of, you know, the clients I'm going to be working with that day, you know, uh, but for myself, like I love massage. So I do that for myself. Like it's a part of who I am. Um, I take care of myself. I take care of my skin. I take time to do that. I, you know, I love painted fingernails. That's part of my me time, you know, and as a mom, as an entrepreneur, a wife, you know, you got to create space and, and have your people in your life understand when you need that space and they don't feel like they're being neglected because I'm giving to you, you know, and I'm pouring into you on the times that's not set aside for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Um, you know, and I'm curious about, um, you know, what, what financial wellness has afforded you? Financial wellness has afforded me to have the freedom to work with the people who I absolutely want to work with. It has given me to freedom to work where I want to work. Um, it has given me the freedom to have the lifestyle that I have today. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a struggle, but on the other side of the struggle is wonderful it's bliss, it's happiness, it's joy. You know, it's allowed me to do those things. And also, you know, even while it was a struggle, I was pouring into my children financially. Like I was pouring into them. So now that they're young adults, those finances have come back to me. And it's like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, now I can do the things that I've always wanted to do. My husband and I, we just traveled during COVID, you know, so it, it, it allows you to do things like that. Um, you know, and when you're in the, the rat race of raising your children and being an entrepreneur, sometimes there's not always the financial capacity or the available time in order to do that. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying the space where I am today. Yeah, and the way you talk about it, right? Like, you know, we know that money um, and our relationship with money is something that we're detached from in terms of it being a part of our identity, but we're mm -hmm. attached to it from a standpoint of what it can do for our lives exactly. and what it can do for the lives of other people, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. so I, that's like the, the healthy relationship with money and mm -hmm. Um, you know, as we explored in your workshop earlier, that money and mindset is everything, which is why, you know, we, I wanted to do a workshop on money and manifestation, which is definitely my lane. I'm learning mm -hmm. a lot more about what it means to like mine, my money, right. I can, I can earn yeah. money like nobody's mm -hmm. business, but in terms of, and, and I can be quite frugal at times, but I don't mm -hmm. monitor my money the way that mm -hmm. I should, you know, to be very transparent. And that was one of the reasons why I was so excited about doing the series because I knew it was something that our community was hungry for, but I also mm -hmm. knew it was something that I was hungry for as well. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, as we get ready to end and before you let folks know how they can stay in touch with you, um, you know, give us your 30 second pitch to convince us to, to do something related to stepping up our financial acumen. Ooh. So I, I probably will end the same way I ended the workshop is um, the three, three, three. Take three minutes, write down your takeaways in about what you just heard. In three weeks, what will you have accomplished? And in three months, what will you have accomplished based on, you know, your financial goals? So setting those goals, uh, coming up with a plan to create good habits with your money. And then what are you gonna do in 90 days or three weeks? I mean, three months um, when you may have a monetary reward, like where would you put those funds? I love that. So, Thank you so much. It's such a welcome. simple way to think about action. Mm -hmm. uh, three minutes, three weeks, 30 days, and then we can triple that and take that right on up to 90 days, right? Yep. Or three months, three months. Yep. It's all mm -hmm. the power of three. Um, so let our audience know how they can stay in touch with you, Michelle. Sure. You can find me on my Facebook page. I have hundreds of videos at Mitchell Consulting. Um, it's my Facebook page. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at Mitchell underscore consulting um, and in my empower, the Empowered Lady Boss group on Facebook. Those are all resources where you can find me. That's wonderful. Thank you again for saying yes to this, sis. I appreciate you. Um, can't wait to the next time that we collaborate. I know that this um, podcast episode and the information you imparted during our series is going to change lives as we allow it to change our lives. Yes. Yes. And You're absolutely well. welcome. Yes. Yes. I appreciate you. And yeah. um, to the Be Well Beautiful Woman tribe, um, we are so grateful for you for tuning in to this podcast episode. Again, make sure you check us out at BeWellBeautifulWoman.com. We've got that Show Me the Money series happening until the 29th. We have five additional workshops for you to take advantage of. And even if you miss one of the total of 11 workshops, Michelle is actually going to be back in the lineup, by the way, um, you will have access to those recordings just by virtue of you registering. You register right up until the final day. And so until next time, everybody, Ashe.